Namaste, namaskaram, vanakam, namo namaha, jai Ganesha. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org and there is a donate button if you'd like to help us out. Today's podcast, Trayam Lingam, the power circles of life. Trayam 3, the Sanskrit Hindu word lingam literally means to go out and to come back. In other words, to draw a circle or also an ellipse, an ellipsoid. The Shiva Lingam is representative of the Absolute, Sunya, the zero state. Remember, it was the Hindus who invented the numeral zero for calculations. By itself, it represents the center of the cosmos, if you will, the black hole the absolute blackness before creation, within creation, and when dissolution. In our everyday life, we go into this absolute at night and come out into the creation of the day and back to the absolute zero, no thingness, during the night. Life is circular, hence the Hindu understanding of samsara, or the flow of reincarnation, a fact of life as things are continually changing form physically, mentally, and emotionally, and life goes on. In the Hindu yoga dharma, we also revere the snake for the snake-like movement that is life. Life moves in waves, sound waves, light waves, heat waves, just like the snake, but the snake can also coil. The coil or the spiral, again, is creation itself, from the spiraling galaxies to the most powerful forces in nature, the hurricane, the tornado, the whirlpool. The spiral of evolution as we go round and round, and the spiral can pull in and it can also expel. In other words, we can go up with a spiral, we can go down with a spiral. Just do the simple act of screwing in or screwing out a light bulb. Rotate clockwise and you get light. Counterclockwise, the bulb breaks. Life does not move in straight lines. Straight line thinking is for the mind of humans and it makes things easier to work with. For example, we take curvy trees and make straight boards because it's easier to build a building in such a manner. It's much more difficult to work with curvy lines. But life is curvy. It is wavy. It is spiraling. There is a time for linear thought, but we can also get stuck in linear thought, straight line thinking, the way. Think of the English letter T, two straight lines. looks kind of like a cross. Linear thinking alone proves to be very detrimental. Think if we were still stuck in Roman numerals. But with the addition of the zero, life computes the binary system. Hindus repeat a sloka for Shiva, Triambakam yajamehe sukandim pushivardanam urva rukameva bandanan brutyo mukshi yamamratat. 
the three-eyed one. And you can review our podcast on this famous sloka. But we too have three eyes, the two eyes, and then the bindi, the mark of a Hindu, representing the third eye point. In that previous podcast, we go over the wisdom of three, in other words, the triality that is life itself. In this podcast, we'll enhance that a little bit with the triam lingam, the three power circles of life. Again, life is circular. The wheels of life. The word chakra means wheel. And as a wheel, it or we can go forward, in reverse, stand still, or perhaps go flat. It's up to us. So let's go way back, way back to the most basic of all basics and look at the three power circles. First, we live on planet Earth. Without these three power circles, we'll discuss, nothing else really matters for us. Bhumimata, Mother Earth. Vritvijam, victory to Mother Nature. The first written word, actually, for what we call Hindu Dharma today. Ritvijam, victory to Mother Nature. Bhumimata, Mother Earth. This round planet that we live on, which should set up the mindset to better care for it. But there is no existence for us as we know it without the other two circles, without the moon and without the sun. The triam lingams, the three power circles, earth, Bhumimata, the moon, Chandra, to the Hindus, and the sun, Surya, to the Hindus. And this also represents in Hinduism the three sampradayas or the three sects of the Hindu yoga, dharma. Bhumimata, Mother Earth, Shakti Sampradaya. We call her Mother Earth. We respect the mother. For it is the mother that gives birth. The moon is always associated with Shiva, Saiva Dharma, Ganapati Murga Shiva Shakti. The sun is always associated with Vishnu, Surya, Ganesh, Krishna, Vishnu, Lakshmi, Hanuman, Sitaram. So these three power circles, Bhumimata, Earth, Chandra, Moon, Surya, Sun, is Hindu Dharma, Shaktiism, Saivism, Vaishnavism, respectively. In the Hindu Yoga Dharma, three is a sacred number. And we act this out by doing many things three times. We do Pradakshina or turn around three times. We take the Arti three times. And much of this we discussed in the previous podcast on Trayambakam. However, three is closely associated in Saivite Hinduism. Number one, with the, the Om, which is A, U, Um. And the fourth is the silence in between. And the A-U-U-M is synonymous with Ganesha, the first deity for all Hindus. 
and it also represents past, present, and future, and our body, the animal nature, the human nature, and the divine nature. Vaishvanara Tejasya Prajna. So the sacred number three is always for the Om and for Ganapati. Three plus three is six. That's for Ganesha's brother, Skanda, Kartikeya, San Mukanada, the six-faced deity. The inspiration behind the Shaddashanas, the six orthodox systems of Hindu philosophy, one of which is the infamous, because it's been distorted today, Yoga Darshan or Yoga Sutras. Three times three is nine. This is the sacred number for Shiva Nataraja. And of course, Durga Navaratri, the nine nights, is for the mother, Durga, Kali Durga Parvati. So three is a very Saiva number, six and nine. So again, back to basics, the three circles, earth, the moon, and the sun. And note that the moon, even though we see light on full moon night, it has no light of its own. It's merely reflecting the light of the sun. So too, these three circles are within us. Obviously, the body, the earth body, the anamaya kosha, the food covering. The moon is the mind. The sun is likened to El Sol, if you will, or the soul, which Hindus more appropriately call the Atmana within us. So these three circles of life, earth, moon, and sun, are also analogous to us as an earth body with a moon mind and with a sun soul or Atmana. So we find our power by recognizing these three circles, these triam lingams, the body, the mind, which also includes the emotions in this case, and the soul body, or more appropriately, the atmana, which literally means not the mind. So in a sense, three distinct bodies coming together as one in this incarnation. Now, moving through this life, any one particular incarnation, we Hindus have some very simple ways to help us get through this existence. For obviously the Hindu Yoga Dharma is also extremely complex because it's so ancient. But we can keep it very simple to remind us of how to get through this life journey. We look at Ganesha's trunk, for example, his Vakratundaya, and it's a simple reminder for all of us to be strong and flexible and sensitive in our body, mind, and emotions. Strong, virya. Flexible, naga. Sensitive, bhava. We can also seek to conquer greed anger and lust, loba krodakama, by being giving, compassionate, and controlled, dana, dayadvam, damyata. This is why the Saiva Hindus wear the tripundra, the three horizontal stripes of vibhuti, 
as we burn up the BS in our life and put on the holy ash of vibhuti, burning up greed, anger, lust, loba, krodha, kama, by giving compassion, control, dana, dayadvam, damyata. Now, in the Yoga Sutras of the Saiva Hindu Guru Patanjali, which is an extremely detailed manual for Saiva Hindu male renunciate yogis in training, Amongst this detail, Guru Patanjali gives us three simple remedies to get through life. B, Maitri, Karuna, Mudita. Be friendly, be compassionate, and you will be happy. Maitri, Karuna, Mudita. Friendly, compassionate, happy. Now, the Yoga Sutras are a detailed manual of the basic Hindu lifestyle of karma yoga, Hindu ethics and selfless service, bhakti yoga, Hindu devotions, raja yoga, Hindu contemplations, and jnana yoga, Hindu studies outwardly and inwardly. Saiva Hindu Guru Patanjali details these in his astanga portion, which is only one small portion of the entire work, not to be taken out of context. And, by the way, has nothing to do with today's so-called astanga yoga. In these eight limbs, Patanjali mentions yama and niyama, which is essentially karma yoga and bhakti yoga. He simply mentions do a steady, comfortable posture, asana, which is the hatha yoga, which, by the way, is supposed to be kept rather secret and not on display. Pranayama, Pratyahara, Dharana, and Dhyana, these are all Raja Yoga practices. And Samadhi would be Jnana Yoga. Now, in the Vedas, there was a succinct three-fold system of the Hindu yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle. The Khandas. Khandas synonymous with yoga. Yoga means to yoke, Y-O-K-E. Khanda means root. Karmakanda, the root of doing the right thing, karma. Understanding the Hindu law of cause and effect, which either advances or retards our soul realization. Second was Upasana Kanda. And third was Jnana Kanda. Now we know Karmakanda and Jnana Kanda, but Upasana was brilliant. Because Upasana literally means worshipful meditation. So in this one Sanskrit Hindu word, we have worship, which is bhakti yoga. We have meditation, which is raja yoga. And in upasana, we have asana, which is hatha yoga. So the rishis were instilling in their chelas, their shishyas, the fact that three in one, when one is doing bhakti yoga, they have a certain attitude. They're in a certain posture. And they're also contemplating. When one is doing an asana, they're also doing devotion and they're also doing contemplations. When one is contemplating, they are sitting in a specific posture with devotion. So the three go together. A simple system, karmakanda, upasanakanda, yanakanda. And coming back to the three eyes, trayambakam yajamahe, praising the three eyes, 
We look out and we look in. A balanced life, go out, go in. In do, Hindu. Find the light within, the in dia. Close the two outer eyes and focus at the third eye point and see what you can see. Then open the eyes and look into the eyes of your fellow human and animal beings. Look into the black hole at the center of the eye. We all have one. And it is here that we unify. It's called the pupil. And at that level, we have to keep our mouth shut. Om Tat Sat. Brahman. By definition, it is the aperture that admits and regulates the flow of light. Thus perceiving Durga-like, we blossom out into the unique flowering colors of the iris. The beautiful eyes of Minakshi Parvati envision prosperity, Malakshmi. Uncover the inner enlightenment, Masaraswati. In light we're meant to be. Om Jyoti Shakti Ananda Shanti Tattvam Asi Aham Brahmasmi Om Shanti Shanti, Shanti, he.